I legit thought that was a uh, it was going to be a uh, weird Limp Biscuit sample. <laughs> I can't Just, I can't remember the song. Um, well, it felt like to me we were riding off into the sunset on a Quentin Tarantino movie at first, you know, until that bass came in there, and I'm like, okay, it's new age Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> new age, but nobody's shouting the n word, so not no. a Tar- not quite a Tarantino movie, not quite, right? Not quite. Yeah, I have to find that song. Now I'm gonna have to listen to Limp Biscuit today when I clean the apartment. I'm sorry. I like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I hated their fans, but. Uh, as a as a bass player, their fucking rhythm section is fucking ridiculous, man. John Otto is a fucking beast on drums. I, I liked him, but uh, also there were a very large collection of douchebags. Oh, that, that were that, totally absolutely, absolutely. Their their fans <laughs> killed that band for me back when they were popular. It wasn't until you know their popularity waned and their dickhead fans backed off and i happened to hear a cut that i hadn't heard before you know it wasn't one of their big radio tunes and i was like god damn this bounces <laughs> so went back and started listening to their shit and it might have been when gold cobra came out like in 2010 or 2012 and i was like fuck they're still around and the songs weren't too bad i was like man their their rhythm section really fucking hits and started going back and listening to some of their older stuff so, man, they really were good at, at what they did, but you're right that their fucking their the fans were just trash. Well, you're also one of those people. It's like you know that it's not cool to like the popular thing. You've got to like this edgy, you know, edgy side shit that nobody's ever heard of. Not, you've got, no, you've no, got, you've got a little bit of that in you. You're not the. It's the people know, completely that guy. Yeah, it's not the. It's not the. It's not the the thing. Like if a if a TV show is popular or something like that. It's not that I won't watch it because it's because it's popular. Like that doesn't bother me. It's just when I can't fucking escape the people talking about it. I don't want. I don't want to imbibe in it anymore because I you know I was a big fan of The Walking Dead for the fuck six years. And that shit was everywhere, but I just, I liked it, but it was like Breaking Bad. And I know people love Breaking Bad. Adam loves Breaking Bad. Yeah. I had to wait to watch it because everyone wouldn't shut the fuck up. Right. They won't shut the fuck up about it. And it's just like, you kind of ruin it for me because it's just all day, every day. And I don't want to like sit down and watch it or listen to it or whatever. And Limp Bizkit was like that. Nirvana was like that for me. I couldn't stand Nirvana because nobody would, it was fucking on the radio. It was on the it was MTV. People wouldn't shut the fuck up about grunge. Now I go back and listen to at least in utero. Nevermind is still a little eh for me, but in utero is a good fucking album. Yeah, it's got good songs on here, you know? So yeah, it's not the thing. It's <laughs> people ruin life for me a lot is basically what I'm saying. So if it wasn't for people, I think I'd be happier. <laughs> <more> <laughs> yeah. often. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to like spend all day hearing people talk about this thing and then go home and then watch it. Right. The whole point is to get away from like everyday life when you're trying to (laughs) enjoy music or a TV show. And the walking dead made it easy because they just started fucking sucking around season six or seven. Um, It was so formulaic and dumb that I just, I couldn't watch anymore. I was like, I, I just can't bring myself to watch it. And I think they're, and then they're like final season. And then it was final season, part one, final season, part two, <laughs> the finaler season, the finaler season. No, for real. This is totally the final season. Well, I mean, what's his name? Rick finally just bounced. He was like, yeah, could you just, the finalerist like, most off? season, finalerist most <laughs> You know, that was the thing about that show. Uh, the first season was really unique. It was gut wrenching. It mm-hmm. was tough to it was tough to watch, but uh, it was yeah. a completely new angle on the genre. And then they did like the second and third season, and then everything after that was more or less just a repeat with different characters. Pretty much. They, they got to Negan and then when they got to Negan, they just made it painful to watch. And then after that, all, all that bullshit, I just checked out. 
Yeah, they kind of jumped the shark with the whole Negan. I mean, I know he was brutal and and that was kind of his point. Um, but like you said, they just made it so gut-wrenching. I remember telling somebody once that I'm a nihilist, but that show became so bleak <laughs> around that time that I was like, no, I am not watching something that depresses me. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to watch something that makes me feel sick to my stomach and depressed. Thanks. Well, it was it was like there there was two sides to that. I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like don't do that. You're going directly <laughs> into the trap. It the, the trap is right there. Just please don't put your dick in it. Oh that my was, god, they put their dick in it. That was you know, the crux was, of that show, right? And that's exactly it. At a certain point, it was just like if one of you would make one good decision one time, this series would be completely over. There'd yeah. be no need to make any more yeah. episodes. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, yeah, fuck this. And then the crazy part was, is, you know, people that I had discussed the show with at that point, they just kept telling me new stuff. And I'm like, that that's great for you. I don't watch that shit anymore because it's crap. Yeah, it got really bad, and I've I've watched some clips of some of the last few years, and it's gotten very soap opera ish. Um, so I just I, I kind of tuned out, and you know, I was uh, I bought a shirt the other day. I was jokingly I told somebody, well, semi jokingly, I said um, that I was going to start wearing a bunch of like sci fi and nerd inspired T shirts until one of these days I'm somewhere at an event or something. And I find that's how I'm going to find my soulmate is with a t-shirt. Okay. And trust me, it's, it is a valid, it's a valid approach versus anything else that's out there. In Dan's my approach is valid. Just ask Dan. Just ask Dan. <laughs> Dan's awesome. Just ask Dan. Copyright 2022. Um, but I bought a shirt. It's the Serenity. It says Serenity on it. And it's got the, uh, the Serenity logo from the ship uh, from Firefly and which is, it's kind of niche, but at the same time, most sci-fi heads have seen Firefly and the debate is always, you know, oh, or people say, Oh, you know, there was only one season and that's terrible. It was such a great show, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going to go on record as saying, and I I've said this with several shows. Part of me is kind of glad that it ended after one season, maybe two seasons would have been cool. Because I have seen so many shows that I have loved <laughs> just go in the fucking toilet uh, after, you know, what, three, four seasons? Um, Ozark uh, it has been like that for me. It's It was really good. And, and it's a limited run. But it's even gotten to the point where it's like, uh, again, if somebody would just do one non-stupid thing, the series would be completely <laughs> over. So. Oh no, extra conflict. I guess we have another season. <laughs> right. And I get it, right? That's the fucking point, but bleh, I don't know. That's there how was... Weeds was for me. I was trying to watch Weeds. I remember uh, it was Showtime, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. good. But like, after a few seasons, it's like, okay, so the formula is the cops start honing in on you and then you just move. And then it starts over again. <laughs> oh, got to set up operation in this new town now. Oh, yeah. no, the cops are closing in. Let's yeah. move again. It's like the same and, show over and over and over yeah. and over year after year. It just gets, it, you, you kind of get mad at the writers. <laughs> like, come yeah. on, guys. You and get paid like, good money. It. Come up with something. We get it. She's hot, but <laughs> like, you could just show a still of her for an hour, I guess. Like, it'd be just as entertaining. <laughs> Smoking a big old fucking TV. <laughs> yeah. It's Weeds, episode 13, season 400. We got this new strain of weed called MILF. Because <laughs> <Milf>. she's hot. Oh, <laughs> uh, you are a walking family guy episode. Fuck, oh, dude, it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, we get it, guys. We got it. How about you, Doug? What was what was the show that they ruined for you? Oh, Jesus Christ! There are so many. Uh -huh. but, See, <laughs> but The Walking Dead was the biggest one. Yeah, because you know it started out. Hey, this is going to be a new thing. This is going to be different. This isn't going to be your standard bullshit. Oh my God, 
they're repeating themselves like they're caught in a bad stutter loop. <laughs> yeah. And the, I remember getting excited for the first few, like when they started talking about it, a buddy of mine had read the comics. And so he was all excited about it. And then I saw they did a preview during some other show on, um, uh, crap, whatever channel that's on now. And, um, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is going to be great, you know. And I do believe too that, like, I watched uh, the last Spider-Man: No Way Home, and I thought that I thought it was trash. And you're talking to a guy that's been Amazing Spider-Man and Daredevil were the first two comic books I ever got. Somebody got it as like a throwaway birthday present for me when I was like seven or eight. You know, it was just this three pack of of comics. I don't even remember what the third one was, but I remembered Amazing Spider-Man and Daredevil, and I loved both of them. And Spider-Man has always been kind of that kid thing in the back of my brain. Like I just, I love Spider-Man stuff, you know, and uh, love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I think he does a phenomenal job. And the first two movies were his solo movies were cool. And I was like, okay. And then I was so excited. And then they're like, oh, multiverse and all that. I'm like, okay, I, I yeah, it's a cash grab. All right, I see what they're doing here. Spider-Man right? goes to space. It, well, yeah, you know. It's there coming. Was, there was, well, he kind of already did in one of I the did. Avengers. I haven't watched him. Oh, yeah. God. You want to talk about something that's been beaten to death? <laughs> the Avengers? Um, that's mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I'm in the fuck Mickey Mouse camp. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after what they did to Star Wars and then they bought Marvel and I'm like, well, maybe they'll treat it with respect. No. Not even. Not even. No. Dude. They no. greased that bitch up and threw her in the corner and had their way with her. So, that's, all of them. That's the thing about Disney. Um, now, the one thing that Disney does terribly well is tie everything together. You know, yeah. they, they, they make the story flow they wrap up plot lines the whole nine yards but at the same time they have to do that so you will watch a movie and the movie could have been so much more but they had to work these 13 things in that you know wrapped up plot lines from other movies well look at yeah i mean look at the marvel movies that's a perfect example of that and it's just you know it it got tiring you know it's like you could have made a great movie and all the bones and everything else were there but because you had to shoehorn all this stuff in I, i i felt it go in you know what I mean? Like well, they've, directly they've, in my book. They've perfected the art of edging is what they've done, right? They they fucking jerk you until you're right about there. And then they're like, ah, oh, stay tuned for this summer's blockbuster. So you might actually come. So you're and saying like, Mickey no. Mouse is really a dominatrix. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what I'm saying. Fucking uh, goofy in a gimp mask, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> it's going to be my next tattoo. Goofy in a gimp mask. But yeah, I would agree with that. And they and but but again, it's all about marketing and, and human psyche, right? You you dangle that. Said it's, cock. It's, it's like edging. Yeah, they just you dangle they get that your, cock in front of you. Get you right to the edge, and then they're like, "Nah, you need to watch the other Avengers or other fourteen spinoffs." Or they're even bringing in. They're making some of the um, Disney Plus stuff canon, from what I can tell. So that, again, you, you'd have to have Disney Plus to fully understand what's going on. And I'm going to be honest with you. I've got Disney Plus and I'm not super excited with it. Like it's um, I tried watching Loki. I love Hiddleston uh, as Loki. I, I thought the character was a lot of fun. Tried to watch that show and was like, eh, I've watched a couple of the animated what ifs because I always like the comic books. They're OK. Um I can't stand any of the Boba Fett stuff that they're doing. Um, now they're doing a uh, uh, Obi-Wan uh, spinoff and all that. And it just, it really, it doesn't feel like they're creating a universe or a fun place for me to go. Like Adam said, get away from real life. It just feels like they're pumping me for money 
You know, it's like, oh, do you want to know what the fuck's going on? Which, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, that is the point of them existing. <laughs> Arg. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Arg. Arg, matey. <laughs> hey, man, those were good movies. All right. Just saying. Assuming you're talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. Is that of course. Yeah. No. Oh, Arg. Yeah. Arg, yes. Oh, Arg. I, I see. I see a. It's a coming big, back. Yeah. It's I see. Back. I've. I'm. When you like read, read on Reddit and different social media, yes, torrenting is absolutely coming back. And it's because there's this fragmentation of content, you know, and everybody has their own content and you've got to have, <clears throat> you got to have Amazon prime to watch those shows. You got to have Netflix to watch those shows. And even, even when it was just Netflix, I was like, okay, they've got some cool stuff. I love stranger things and, and a couple of the other shows they've got. They've got some good content, right? But now everybody, HBO and, and Paramount, now Paramount Plus is doing their thing. It's If you want to fucking watch anything, you have to have like yep. eight subscriptions at 20 bucks a month. So now you're up around 160 bucks a month. Just you might in, as well just get cable. <laughs> right, exactly. Which was the whole point of these, you know, people are like, oh, I can just have this and I can just have that. But now people are going, yeah, exactly. Well, fuck, I got 13 subscriptions to watch, you know, the shows that I like to watch. And people are turning back to torrenting again. Netflix has their DVD thing still. And they have a lot of shit on DVD. They don't have the rights to give you over streaming. Oh, you mean like like media, like (laughs) actual DVDs that they Mm -hmm. send to your house? Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, you can add that onto your Netflix and... I thought it's they like, finally canceled that. No, like, it's still. A, I think it's it's actually like coming back into popularity because you could just get a DVD and then rip it and then have it. <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah, <laughs> I used handbrake and yep. record it and and every <laughs> to take the DRM off the fucking disc and then it was amazing yep. that no one noticed that I I'd, I'd go through. 14 discs in a fucking week because <laughs> I'd, I'd get the two or three, whatever the max was when I was working, I'd come home, I'd run those, send them in. And then that weekend, my ex-wife and I would sit and have fucking movie night and sit and watch them. But I never, you know, I never sold them. I never duplicated them. I never, um, I don't I never even let people borrow them. I would yeah. rip them and make media and then I'd watch them typically once and then they just sit on a fucking hard drive somewhere. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not trying to justify it, but Yeah, but you could rip them, have a little local Plex server and then actually have you know, one source of content and That's basically what I did. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I had a server in the basement and you could run it off any of the the TVs. So Not that I would condone such a thing, but it could be done. It could be done. Uh, you know, and I especially the idea or the concept that I cannot rip my own DVD or CD. And for those that you don't know, it is actually illegal for you to take a CD that you bought and make a digital copy of it, meaning ripping it to your computer so that it's a, um, a streaming, you know, so you don't have to have that anymore. That is asinine. Um, it's acid 10. It's acid 10. As 11. My, my ass goes to 11. <laughs> my ass goes to 11. Um, that's, that's exactly what I did when I bought CDs and DVDs is I would rip them, make them you know, virtual, whatever. I would close the case and I would put the case up and that DVD never saw the light of day again if it didn't have to. And it didn't get scratched up and marred and eventually damaged like, you know, all of my other media did. Um, I did not share it. I did not give it to people. I didn't put it up online for people to to use or anything like that. Yeah. It was just a copy for me, so I didn't accidentally damage the DVD or the CD. Yeah, yeah. I ripped every CD I ever bought when I was a kid. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I was a kid, and I broke a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I may or may not have torrented a thing or two back in the day. I can neither confirm nor deny I didn't. I never torrented anything. Someone I might have known with uh, the Pirate Bay and U Torrent. Never did that. <laughs> never ever. So yeah, especially not 
especially not overpriced uh, digital audio workstation software. <laughs> Do you know how many especially rap producers or or rap stars, artists, whatever, got their start on pirated software? All of them. <laughs> right, exactly. Here, here I am, a young black kid in the ghetto, uh, you know, and I'm supposed to buy a $600 DAW uh, and, and $300 plugins yeah, and all this that. stuff to, to get started, to do, to do music that was created on the street corners as a way to, you know, entertain, create whatever without a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <clears throat> it's like struggle music. It'd be like charging 80 bucks for fucking chitlins. <laughs> there you go, dude. Exactly. It's so stupid, but I mean, they got to get their piece, but if you don't have it, <clears throat> you know, yeah, you got to wonder what would, you're not going to get money out of someone who doesn't have the money anyway. No, they'll find a way around it. And I ain't even hating because these companies that did get one, the companies that may have gotten their stuff, you know, ripped, stolen, whatever you want to call it, are still go look at their profit margins. Just saying, go look at their profit margins. They're billion dollar companies. They're doing fine. And on top of that, those artists making it and then later on talking about how they started on Cakewalk or FL Studio, or I'm sorry, Fruity Loops back in the day, um, <laughs> et cetera. They're just, they're bumping up. That FL Studio would be one. I would love to know what FL Studio's net worth is, you know, but I know. Huh. Let's see, we're sitting in front of a computer. Right. Probably 40% or more of the people using FL Studio are not using a licensed, paid for version of it. They're just not. So I don't know. I, I it's kind of like uh, I was watching something probably on TikTok because I spend way too much time on there. Uh, and this guy in loss prevention was talking about how if he sees somebody grabbing a can of Similac, you know, and stuffing it in their coat, he's like, dude, we just look the other way. If you're stealing that or, you know, a box of cereal for your kids or something, I ain't, I ain't even interested in knowing about that. Image line, sorry, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I was looking up the the FL Studio Mm -hmm. devs. They have four employees and they make $54 million a year. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Four employees. There you go. Right. (laughs) And and don't don't tell me that the licensing of, you know, whatever C plus software they're using is that much. So (laughs) sorry there, Hans Franz, Steve and Gary. Uh, you know. You guys, you guys are doing all right. And the, the, the young black kid that managed to fucking make it through to punch through because it's not like stealing that software suddenly made him popular and famous, you know, yeah. that he had no drive whatsoever. He's like, I'm going to steal this and I'm going to become and now, ooh, instantly famous. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shut up, Doug. <sighs> That might be the most intelligent thing that's been said in the last uh, 23 minutes. So I got a question for you guys. Do you, I know both of you do, but I'm going to ask it because that's how you do shit like this. Do you guys know what uh, RDA is? The USRDA, Recommended Daily Allowance. Yeah. No. Shut up, Adam. Okay. So with that said, what is the USRDA of sugar? Probably like 65 grams or some bullshit like that a day. Fun fact, there isn't one. There is ah. no USRDA of sugar. Because big sugar's got them by the fucking nuts, dude. That is the general, no one can prove it, but there is a lot of lobbying going on. In 2000, and I think three-ish, the American Heart Association did come out with some numbers, and I think the WHO not the band, but the World Health Organization, did finally push some RDA out. I don't know if the U.S. adopted it or not. I don't think they do the last time I checked. Um, And it was 37 grams a day. To put that into perspective, a 20-ounce bottle of Coke has like 53, I think. That's a diet Mountain Dew, Adam. Five calories. Yeah, five calories. So basically, if you drink a Coke a day, you're pushing the uh, 
What is that? Is that a root beer? How many grams has it got in it? 43. 43 grams. So drinking that gives you what, you know, the FDA and, and health officials a state that you should be. So what you're saying is this could be a meal. This could be a meal replacement. Yes. That root beer could be a meal replacement. It's got all the vitamin root. It's got a, it's got what plants crave. It does have what plants crave. It's also Doug's favorite beverage. Oh really? Yeah. Doug loves root beer. I'm I'm getting back into it. (laughs) (laughs) Doug loves root beer. It's good. There's a reason why he loves it. It's good. You just can't get enough of it. Um, it's like if somebody is like, you know, this cola doesn't have enough fart in it. I need some fart in my cola. That's what root beer tastes like to me. <laughs> oh, it's I've not never actually known anyone. your favorite. <laughs> yeah. I've never known anyone that didn't like root beer until Doug. We were talking one day and he's like, tastes like somebody didn't think there was enough fart in cola. So they put more fart in it and they were like, this is root beer. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> the, I can see that with like the vanilla kind of flavor and stuff. It's great, except for yeah, that. Like not your, not your dad's root beer, or not your father's root beer, or some shit. I think it's a play on dad's, but um, it's an alcoholic root beer. Fucking awful. Just because you can that put alcohol bad. in something does not mean that you should. Right? Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I have. The reason that I, I was bringing that up, Doug knows, I, I've had a lot of problems for about the last 10, 15 years. I've had a lot of problems with inflammation. And you guys know my surgery has been a fucking fiasco with healing. And uh, I started thinking about that, the, the all the issues that I had with inflammation. And I started looking at my diet. <laughs> and I laughed because my diet had gotten out of fucking control. Um yeah, Dan's just... been giving away food. Dan's been the local fucking food bank. <laughs> I had Adam up the other day. I said, hey, man, swing by after work. I got something for you. He swings by and I gave you some pickled eggs and yep. uh, bread. <laughs> gave him a loaf of bread. <laughs> gave another buddy of ours a couple of six packs of different craft beers I had. Um, I had a point where I was in so much pain that I had to try something and I started thinking about the inflammation and as I actually sort of have a um, a gauge for my inflammation that Doug very lovingly refers to as pineapple face. And the reason that he calls it pineapple face is that when I eat too much sugar, I carbs, love it. I love the name. I look as though someone beat me in the face with a pineapple. <laughs> from, and if, from the name, it sounds like, oh, Dan's face like has like this weird pattern that looks like, <laughs> like a crisscross pattern. Right? Nope. Looks like nope. someone just beat him in the fucking face with a pineapple. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, pineapple does not, you know, uh, come out of nature in little cubes in a plastic <laughs> container. Um, pineapples are a very, uh, they're, they have a very rough skin on the outside, almost like uh, a pine cone. Uh, with with like barbs on it, but not quite, you know, like rose thorn barbs. It's a so. mix between like a pine cone and an apple cone. An apple cone. <laughs> Shut up, Adam. <laughs> Shut up, Meg. Um, and and he's right. It does when it gets really bad. It it turns it's it's eczema. It's just the the skin just gets raw and um, bleeds. It's fucking awful. It started back in 2013. Had an immunologist tell me, yeah, you know, you're all your levels, and I can't tell you what all the chemicals are now, but she said, you know, all your levels, your your inflammation is through the roof. And I'm like, why? And she's like, that's a damn good question. Um, food was one of her first um, thoughts, and I started doing elimination diets, which is just taking a food group completely the fuck out. And all of the things that they know cause inflammation, like dairy, sugar, uh, processed wheat and like uh, bread, stuff like that. All of the ones that they know cause inflammation cause me inflammation. And you would say, well, Dan, why do you eat that stuff? Because it's fucking good. That's why. Because my brain says, I like sugar. I like wheat. I like cheese. Um, and it's, it's fucking impossible nowadays. Not impossible because I'm doing it, but it is fucking difficult to not consume sugar, dairy, or wheat. It, it just, 
our diets are. So you told your doctor, you're like, man, I got to stop those toast and milkshake breakfasts. I did. Yeah. You blend yeah. up the toast, uh, <laughs> toast, toast, and milk, toast milkshake with some fucking syrup inside of it. You know, some, uh, uh, log cabin down there in the bottom of it. <laughs> Excuse me. It's been tough, man. And I've been doing it for about a week. And my, my surgery pain is, I told Doug yesterday, like 150% better. It's still there. I'm still having some discomfort, but I, I wouldn't even call it pain. It, I can exist now without pain. <laughs> so that's good. I, I mean, I'm not thrilled with this situation, but if it stayed like this, I feel like I'd have a quality of life again. But it just got me into thinking about sugar again and the amount of, of sugar that we eat. And I started looking up that RDA thing because I had remembered hearing that once before. And you know, Adam sort of joked about big sugar, but that is a term that people use. Cause if you look at how much, um, money sugar cane farmer or not, not the farmers, I shouldn't say that because it's big, you know, organizations now, like everything else and people, yeah, but sugar's natural. Well, so is cocaine and cyanide. I mean, it, so is scopolamine. <laughs> where it comes from is all natural. Good for, yeah. you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's, it's good for you. And I'm not indicating or saying that everyone should just like give up sugar, but I would say, you know, watch, watch your intake. And if you are suffering from any kind of an ailment that they can't figure out why, um, consider, consider dropping sugar for a couple of weeks. Um, now, see that doesn't describe me. So I think I'm all right. I can just so keep think, <laughs> as you sip a root beer. <laughs> With your with your braces on, both hands, trying to bring the root beer up to your mouth. No, no, they'll figure this out. They yeah, got this. Fine. They'll give me a surgery or something for this. Yeah, yeah. They'll give me antibiotics. Um, and I was watching something about this uh, this woman stating that um, she moved to like Germany or somewhere. Her husband was German, and they moved to Germany, back to Germany. And she says, "Man, I was so um, so hesitant to do that." You know. Um, and I think it started with gas prices because like gas over there is like basically nine bucks a, a gallon. And that's just sort of like average. They don't think about it. But then again, they don't drive like we do either. You know? Yeah. They drive at 900 miles an hour. <laughs> so they get better gas mileage. <laughs> on the You're not on the road as long. <laughs> and she said, you know, I was really hesitant. She said, but since moving over here, she said, I've lost a bunch of weight. Uh, a bunch of her allergies or what they thought were allergies cleared up, whatever. And uh, it, it was TikTok and it created a bunch of people commenting and stitching and stuff like that, that they had experienced the same thing or like they were in the military and they moved over there and the family just became oddly healthier. And they have arguably better healthcare over there in the sense that it's not a fucking arm and a leg to, you know, fix your arm and leg. But yeah. Wow. Wow. But they were and the, the, the general thought was just diet. And, uh, and we've got a friend that we work with that was in the military and he was stationed in Germany and he said, Oh yeah. He said, that's, that's true. He said, it is. He said, because one of the things is that they eat a lot fresher over there uh, because you kind of go to the store every day or you just swing by a market every day and grab whatever it is that you need. Um, you don't buy the weird process shit that can, uh, you know, live in a cabinet without refrigeration for, it's like the first time I bought mayonnaise that didn't have to be refrigerated. I was like, mm, this is suspect. I don't know about this. <laughs> this, this mayo is suspect, which there are those that would argue that mayo is sus suspect to begin with. So it is. The important thing is that Miracle Whip is better than mayonnaise. Yeah, Dan's trying to trigger me there. <laughs> the long he's silence afterward. <laughs> yep. he, he's trying to trigger me into going on to a tirade. About and, Miracle Whip. Yeah. but Isn't I a tirade like a panty raid in a businessman's house? Yes, that's exactly that's what, what it's like. Yeah. What oh, God. <laughs> they don't get any better, Doug. You know that. I know. <laughs> they don't get any better. I know. I know. What is your what is your nickname for uh, for Miracle Whip? Uh, does it need a nickname other than Satan's semen? I remember one time you called it Goblin Cum. Yeah, yeah was yeah. was how you referred to it. 
What the fuck? Yeah. 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 Doug does not like root beer or Miracle Whip. <laughs> apparently he doesn't like Goblin Cum either because he's preparing the two. <laughs> That's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. That that he is not going to spread Goblin Cum all over his fucking well, turkey sandwich. I mean, it's I came to accept the fact that a long time ago that people's taste buds were generally different. Otherwise, things like black licorice wouldn't exist. Um, see, here's the thing. It's pineapple like, on pizza. You know, um, when it comes to uh, something like uh, cilantro, uh, there's a large division uh, with people and cilantro. A lot of people want to put that in salsas, a bunch of other things, fajitas, the whole nine yards. And to some people, it tastes like what cilantro should taste like, but to some people, it tastes like soap. So whatever it is that makes root beer taste fabulous, I don't fucking have that. Uh, whatever it is that makes root beer taste fabulous. I don't fucking have that. So <laughs> therefore I don't like that stuff. Now there is something to be said for expectation because if somebody, um, it's like, I like chili. There was one day in particular, uh, where, uh, when I was younger, my mother used to make me things, put it in the refrigerator and I would heat it up. Well, there was one time she had made me chili and I had mistaken it as manwich. So, <laughs> So <laughs> close, but I, I heated that shit up. I put it on a bun, and when I oh, bit no. into your chili, a chili sandwich, sandwich <laughs> you know, it tasted absolutely horrible to me. Yeah. Even though I like chili, so yep. I'm willing to admit that there may be some of that in there when someone makes me a sandwich, and I expect mayonnaise, mayonnaise. and they put in Miracle Whip. It's yeah. like your mouth is like, no, this is fucking wrong. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Absolutely, I grew up on Miracle Whip in in, in Ohio, and I don't know. It was um, it was way more prevalent up there. Like when I moved to the, when I married my ex wife, she was from Mississippi, and when, I, when we got together, and uh, it's Hellman's in the South, like Hellman's mayonnaise, like that's. Or there was, there may have been a, a local Dukes. brand down there yeah, too. Yeah, Dukes, Dukes is as big as well. And there's division amongst camps of mayonnaise in yeah. Georgia. <laughs> Which mayonnaise is best? Yeah. yeah. And so she she always used mayonnaise, and you know, and, and whatever, and and that's what we had around. That's what she bought, and I kind of just became accustomed to it. I don't, th- I don't even know if I could eat Miracle Whip now after eating just regular mayonnaise for years. But when we moved to the south you there were stores i kid you not that didn't even carry it like you're i don't i don't know if publics even carry like, get that shit like, out of here pretty much right <laughs> exactly so it, it's it's interesting to me to see the well you uh, got this other thing that's trying to masquerade as mayonnaise that's not mayonnaise because it <laughs> it it doesn't come in a fucking pickle jar that's what i'm saying and they um they they don't, it's not even called mayonnaise. It's like a sandwich spread. I think yeah, like salad it. dressing. That's what it, that, that, that's what it, if I remember correctly, that's what it says on the front. Really? Miracle Whip salad dressing or some shit like that. Yeah. Craft singles. They don't ever call it, they don't call it cheese. Cause it's not cheese. <laughs> Cause it's not cheese. So I'm not saying it's not, oil's another one. A lot of your, your weird, I can never keep them straight, but saturated and, polysaturated and all that. Um, I, I I don't remember what the, the difference between all the of them polyamory is, spread polyamory spread. Well, there is, if you're never mind, not even going to go down that road. Um, there's uh, there's most of your popular oils really aren't that good for you. I think it's canola. Maybe any of your, yeah, I tried s- to drink some 10 W 40 the other day and God yeah, damn, didn't, it did not go down, down some oil. Yeah, some some of that oil. Oh. Well, you were properly lubricated, <laughs> if nothing else, <laughs> right? And his viscosity, he didn't have to worry about thermal breakdown. So <laughs> that's always important. <laughs> yeah, for for Adam, it's not the thermal breakdown that I'm concerned about, actually. So, oh, 
God, fucking knuckles. <laughs> the crickets have made a return. Yeah, haven't heard the crickets in a while. <laughs> haven't heard the crickets in a while. <sighs> so. What are you guys up to? Eh, hanging out, chilling, mo chilling, you know. You know so. what? I'm sick what? of people telling me I need to get married and have a kid, and it's stupid. Yeah, I agree. It's fucking dumb. Why would you Don't do get, that to yourself? Don't get married, Adam. Some people were telling me the other day, they're like, why aren't you married? Why don't you have a kid? And I was like, because I like having my entire paycheck when I when I get my direct deposit. Adam. Yep. Adam, don't get married. I'm not gonna. Good. Don't. I'm already not gonna. Good. Don't. You telling me? <laughs> We're not oh, doing this. Oh, God. Yeah, they're, they're having their own internal family guy thing for the uneducated. You telling me not to do it has no bearing on me doing it. I'm already not going to do it. Good. Yeah. Don't. Well, well, I mean, it's uh, for for me, it's just like uh, if if that's not what you want out of life, I mean, because there's a lot of people out there. That's what they want out of life. Yep, exactly. And, and, you know, if it's not for you, I would advise you not to go down that path because if it's not something you wanted to do in the first place, uh, that is a recipe for <laughs> a mental breakdown, life crisis, shotgun in the mouth. Take your pick. Yeah, yeah, I know. My my dad did that, and and then he just left. He didn't actually want kids, and then he had them. So, so you're never, saying he's he's still out going for that gallon of milk and pack of cigarettes? Huh? <laughs> they were like, All right. these, these particular people were like, "Oh, you're just a lazy, you're just a lazy man. You don't want kids." Or I was like, "Yeah, I am lazy, but <laughs> unlike most lazy people, I'm not going to have six or seven kids and then not take care of them." Well, and. I, my ex-wife and I kind of had that conversation with someone and they had the audacity to tell us we were selfish. Yeah. They said, you're selfish. And my ex and I were kind of like chuckle. Yeah, a little bit, you know. You're selfish. So you should have kids. I, and that's where I went. She was, she was very conflict averse. And as you know, I am not. And so I was like, (laughs) or maybe, maybe you're the fucking selfish asshole who wants to procreate and have these little fucking crotch goblins that look like you. So you can run around going, look at my kids, look how proud I am of my kids. Or you get the, the psycho female that says, my kids have to love me. And yeah, don't come at me because I have been told that by about three different women in my life. I had kids because they have to love me. I'm their mother. Yeah. I mean, let me tell you, let me tell you a very personal story. Um, I think having kids could be arguably could be considered, um, selfish as well. You know, um, don't like Doug said, if that is not something that interests you and I know people look, we got a buddy that's got four kids and he loves being a dad, right? That's his jam. And he, he's good at it and he likes doing it. I know other people like that. They love big families. They love having kids and families and doing family stuff. And that was never. They're really a family guy. Oh, he said the thing. He did the thing. Cause he, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. I would argue that people want you to do what they're doing so mm-hmm. they can justify their own behavior. They're Absolutely. the ones that are selfish and they need to go fuck themselves. That's exactly if, what I think. I'm if, I'm miserable with my wife and kids, so you should go get a wife and kids. Because then it's the status quo, and it's quote unquote normal, and everyone's doing it. And and you're right; it, it justifies their actions for them. You know, I I come from a fucked up family, man, and the idea of having kids and passing on what's known as generational trauma. Where, you know, it's just passed down fucking parent to kid to parent to kid to parent to kid until you get where you're at. Um, I couldn't imagine having kids. Now, I did have a, I posted a YouTube video. uh, It's been, I don't know, a month or so ago about 
my stepson from my first marriage. When I met my first wife, she was pregnant with another dude's baby. And, you know, people would say, WTF, Dan. I would say WTF, Dan, now, but 20 years later, I'm like, the fuck were you thinking 25 years later? I was like 21, 22 years old. Thought I was in love, man. And my dad uh, married my mom and she had four kids. And so I guess it just runs in our fucking genetics to pick up other people's pack, you know? And I raised that kid for about five years. I was his dad. And then when we, when she, she was cheating on me, she was physically abusive and I just had enough of it. And when I told her, I said, I get out. I can't do this. She hit me. She fucking clocked me one night, knocked my glasses off. And I said, get out. I'm not doing this anymore. And she says, you'll never see, you know, the boy again. And at that moment, you know, filled with rage, I was like, I don't fucking care. Right. Of course, once I cooled off, you know, I started missing him. And she told me, she says, you'll never see him again. And there's a lot of complicated bullshit. If what a con. Interested well, in, uh, to be fair, huh, I had psychic. a kid to use him as a weapon. Uh, yeah. It's not unlikely. It's not un. That's not uncommon for women to do to men. I've got buddies that have been fighting to see their kids for years. And the irony is, is you get these women that are like, oh, deadbeat dads. And they're out there too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're not. But then you see a, a guy that has spent tens of thousands of dollars over the years and his entire life is revolved around just trying to fucking see his child. And you get this woman that's just got nothing better to do than use the child against them. You know? uh, allow me to elaborate, even on a subtle level. Now, this is personal experience. I think, subtle, this is, I think Doug. Yeah, that, you know. Um, because I have known people who, uh, you know, when they got divorced, their ex-wife did everything that they could to destroy their entire life. Mm -hmm. I was not that guy. However, on a more subtle level, um, my ex-wife, when she was going to go somewhere and she decided she wanted to fuck with me that day. What she would do is because my kid, you know, he had his issues. He has ADHD. And when he was younger, if you wound him up on sugar, he was three times as bad. I mean, it was literally just a multiplication factor. Mm -hmm. There were times where she would drop him off with a chocolate milk and a chocolate chip cookie uh, for him to eat knowing that he was he was going to cause me mm -hmm. uh, problems. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the shitty part about that. She was putting him in a position uh, to where he was going to get in trouble. He mm -hmm. was going to be the one who took the brunt end of, dude, you need to calm the fuck yeah, down. Yeah, any discipline that was... Doled out, right? Right. And any time that she could, uh, like, make me late for something where I was going to uh, take my son, go to some sort of family event, uh, for the first several years, uh, she would uh, run intentionally late, uh, act unconcerned about my time the whole nine yards. And, uh, you know, that was from somebody who wasn't that bad comparatively. Mm, yeah. So my own child was used as a weapon against me for yeah. years. Yeah. And as a father, you had absolutely no tools at no. your disposal. Dick all for than, rights, dude. Than just to suck it up and bear it. And I, I'm here to tell you, it was torture for me and my kid. And that's the, the problem I have with it, right? Is that it's, you're, you're, you're torturing the child more than anybody. You're, you're fucking up this kid's ability to have um, a healthy, you know, life. And as someone who grew up without a healthy upbringing in life, I know the struggles that I go through. And I am fortunately resilient. Like I've, I've still managed to 
I mean, statistically speaking, I should be an alcoholic who with a fucking prison record and a couple of illegitimate children, right? That was under your last name. That was, (laughs) yeah, right. Shh. That was Um, under your previous name, Adam Daniels. Adam Daniels, yeah. Oh, thanks. Just fucking give it up to him. Now the guy's going to come knocking. Yeah, there was- Everyone's changed it. (laughs) I've managed to, to be successful in spite of myself, you know, to some degree, but not everyone- gets that that gene or whatever that is you know and you're you're not setting a kid up to do well when you do that to them and i've i know ah man maybe two or three guys that have full custody of their kids you know but i shit you not in order for that to happen the moms have got to be convicted of like drug trafficking um yeah and shit like that, like, like they have very, to murder a politician. Absolutely. <laughs> super fucking serious. Uh, not even allegations, but actual prosecutions and, you know, like jail time for a guy to get their, um, to get their kids full time. And I've seen where women have been on drug charges and stuff like that. And they still leave the child with the mother and they just have to have like supervised this and they have, you know, almost like a probation thing. And uh, that's got to change, man. That really needs to change because there's some really, really good dads out there that are getting the, 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 the long the dick, the long dick. They're getting the long dick of the law. <laughs> why, why is he not feeling my beatings of justice? Yeah, there's, um, it's kind of sad, man, but I chose never to have kids for a lot of reasons. And I think marriage is antiquated as fuck. Um, Yep. People are like, oh, the tax reasons and all that, bro, trust me. Filing joint doesn't save you that much in taxes. And then if you get into a situation like I did, where your partner winds up starting their own business and failing to pay their taxes for a year, um, you know, I just got done paying off $35,000 in back taxes because of my ex-wife, right? Um, she, you know what I she, think is weird? What's that? The government incentivizes you to do stuff that is like considered American, like buying a house and marrying mm-hmm. and having kids. It's mm-hmm. kind of fucking weird that you get like, government kudos for doing stuff that You're you might right. not it even is. want to do. It is. It's kind of strange. It's it's to perpetuate maybe a conservative values or maybe it's to keep you in debt longer because <laughs> debt is a prison. That's, you know, kind of the platform I've been standing on for the last couple of years is getting myself completely out of debt, which I have. I have a car payment and that's it. I have no other debt. Um, People keep telling me in order to like advance in my career, I need to go get a degree. And my answer was, well, then I won't advance. And people think that's insane. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. And I'm not shitting on degrees. If you've got a degree and it has helped you, great. But I... I remember what my student loans were like. I know my ex-wife will be paying off her. I think she's got a master's or a couple short of a master's. She'll be paying that shit off till she's dead. Nah. And it was we're talking like 300 bucks a month, dude, from what I remember. That's yeah. that's a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, that's not nothing. <laughs> right. That ain't nothing. Um, I'm not going to go get a degree to make more money. To pay the degree off. Tanisha putting myself <laughs> into debt. And again, don't come at me about your degree because I don't care. That's your choice. You do what you want to do. Um, if you're, but at the same time, I see on again on Reddit and TikTok and Facebook and Instagram all these thirty-somethings with bachelor's degrees and even master's degrees in their thirties moving back in with their parents because they can't they can't afford to do it right. But meanwhile, we can't find enough supposedly can't find enough truck drivers, welders, carpenters plumbers you electricians know. electricians yeah. make a, like people don't they understand electricians make a lot of fucking money they make good money yeah and, and you can go to I, school and if you're broke enough you can go for free yeah absolutely your electrician's license well hell you know my nephew went um he passed away when he was killed 20 years ago now fuck 15 i don't even know i've lost track of time it's an add thing um he got out of high school and i think he did two years of trade school after that because he went but he went to trade school in in high school like vocational school then i think he did two years and when he got out he got 
picked up. There were bidding wars and he got picked up to go um, wire up um, airport uh, control towers. You know, think about the wiring in an airport control tower. My, my ADD just fucking gagged a little. He wired the secret of, basement under the Denver airport. Th- he did. He did. Exactly. Um, there's, there's money to be had there. And I told you guys the story about, you know, I did really bad in school. Fuck, I've got a GED. I don't have a college degree. I have a GED. And there's a, uh, they wanted me to go to this place called Scarlet Oaks in Cincinnati and it's a vocational school. And like, I was offended because that's where all the potheads and dropouts and just quote unquote losers went. Right. Um, and I didn't go. Well, now all of those potheads and dropouts and losers, uh, when I see them on Facebook are, you know, in half million dollar homes and, uh, have investments and boats and businesses. And (laughs) it's amazing what you can do with no debt. Yeah, exactly. You know, they got out, they had a trade that not everyone can do. They do the thing, they get paid well for it. The better they do the thing, the more money they can ask for it. I mean, look now software development is kind of that niche and networking, right? Where if you're good at it, there's no shortage of jobs. You yeah. know, um, there are people, people, oh, you don't take your job seriously. Well, some of these motherfuckers don't have to because they know if they sneeze, the, they got three people at their door going, we'll give you 40 <laughs> grand more and a car, <laughs> you know. But then there's things that you have to have a degree for, pharmacy. I, I used to jam in a band with a guy who was a pharmacist. You go over to his house. He's 26, 28 years old. He was younger than I was. He's got two Beamers sitting in his beautiful fucking garage in his beautiful fucking house. Um, and he can get you all the lean that you want. Yes. that he was probably also peddling Xanax on the side, right? Yeah. See, um, you get paid two ways. But the, the BMWs were. I uh, would advise against that. <laughs> the sorry, FDA sorry. keeps track of things. I uh, mean, I mean, I wouldn't condone that, but you could, it can be done. That's what I meant to say. Because Both of his cars were gifts from the farm. Like when you sign up, it is not uncommon. It's actually commonplace when you are getting a job as a pharmacist somewhere. It's you have your salary and then you choose between like a BMW and a Mercedes. That's, that's very, very common. I don't know why in the pharmacy world that's a common thing, but you can look that up. He uh, had two BMWs from fuck. Allow me to elaborate. No. Um, but you can do it anyway. <laughs> well, here's the thing. A pharmacist goes to school for just as long as a doctor does. Yep. Yeah, they do. Um, because you go to uh, just regular college. You get your... You get your bachelor's degree and then you go into the pharmacy program and then you've got a residency and the whole nine yards. So while it not may necessarily be quite as stringent as being a doctor, which there are many pharmacists that go on and then go on to medical school uh, and to become a doctor, that way they can be a farm D. And when they're a farm D, that's when the really big bucks roll out. Yeah, but it is a long, long, long educational commitment. It can be up to twelve years, and you should always, if you're. I had a pharmacist once. Doctor had prescribed something, and when I went and went to pick it up, we got to talking a little bit, and he found out that I was on something else or whatever, and he was like, "Yeah, no, <laughs> you cannot have this, and no." And he he called the doctor's office, and you could hear him in the back getting a little bit saucy. He's like, look here, bitch. Pretty much, dude. He was getting he was getting a little frustrated. And he's like, he can't take this. He's on such and such. I think it was back when I was on the antidepressants. And they were like, he he can't. They're like, he's like, no. (laughs) So and they wound up prescribing something else. But it was interesting. And I've since then learned that, yeah, you should always trust your pharmacist over your doctor when it comes to prescription uh uh, thing, you know, uh, what do they call that? Interactions and stuff like that. Always yeah. trust your pharmacist, you know? And the kid, the, the dude, he was, he was a, a hoot, man. He was, like I said, he was 26, had this giant house, had this big living room with vaulted ceilings and he used it as a recording studio. He had a big, beautiful drum kit in there and had all this high end recording shit. So he is a cool dude, but 
yeah, stuff like that. Or a doctor, right? I understand why they have to go to school and they do all the long, yeah, you know, education. There's a few professions that. that you that you definitely should get a degree for, but absolutely, I feel like ninety percent of the shit that you would ever want to do. You don't need a degree for on the job training is probably, in my opinion, always going to be superior in most in most trades. I don't think you need to go to school to be a carpenter. I think you need to get out there with good carpenters and be taught the right way to do things. Now, trade school, you know, to to learn rules and regulations and best practices and things like that, absolutely. But the uh, college is a uh, it's an industry, so. So don't get to really live in a society, huh? Yeah, good old society.